Hey, I'm Dash. And I'm Rosa. And you're listening to Psychic hey, Friends. Friends. We were talking about it um, before the podcast record. And I originally was like, we shouldn't do this on a podcast because Justin McElroy does one that's like this. Um, so I'm not wanted, I don't want to make a whole thing. You don't want it. us to make a new podcast nemesis, Justin McElroy? I hope he's cool with us. I like I like that guy. I think he's pretty cool. Papa John's has a Papa John's said they're trying to get people excited about pizza again, and they did it by putting all the stuff that you find on a pizza in a plastic bowl and giving it to you. And but there's no bread. It's funny that you and Sam both both zoomed in on the the to get people excited about pizza again. I like read that just as, you know how everyone's not excited about pizza now. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. That's not even the thing that like made me think about this. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I think Mm -hmm. it's like as someone who works in media and like used to work in like copy specifically, I see so much bad copy that like, I (laughs) am sure. Yeah. Like it doesn't even register when copy is just like crap to me. And so it's like, that feels like someone who's like, ah, oh, we're going to make a new menu item. How do we sell it? Uh, yeah. Get people excited about pizza again. I would argue this is not pizza. Okay. This is like, okay. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not pizza for sure. Have you ever had a friend who is like super low carb? Like, yeah. I was actually going to say uh, my mom used to do Atkins diet stuff all the time. She also made me do it. Good stuff for kids to do, I think, is weird fad diets. Yeah, fad diets. Um, but when I was a when I was, a, when I was a really it's just really healthy to make your children do um fad diets with you. Anyway, um my mom used to do what she called low carb pizza. And what she would do, Rosa, you're gonna love yeah. this. She would take mozzarella cheese and tomato sauce and kind of mix it together and fry it into a disc. And so it was a disc of tomato-y mozzarella cheese (laughs) fried in a pan. I have one friend who every once in a while, and I'm sorry if she feels called out, but she should be for this one. Um, Every once in a while, uh, she does... um, keto diet and so like and I'll sometimes like eat with her when she's on keto and I'll make like a cauliflower crust pizza and it's just bad like I mean keto is for children with seizure seizure disorders and um the idea that an adult without a seizure disorder should like try to achieve ketosis is stupid and I'll I'll go on record on saying that I I'm not a keto fan but the other funny thing is like okay if you were truly like doing like low carb pizza, it probably should just be like cauliflower, which arguably it's not my favorite. I'll eat it. The thing that okay. this reminds me of is I have a friend who's on like super, super low carb. Oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't call him out. Whatever. He's a, I have a friend. It's <laughs> different. You can dox your friends on <laughs> the podcast. He's, he would not be, I, I'll tell his secrets, but don't, don't tell, don't tell his name. We have too many Instagrams together. Anyway. Do you, are you going to make me bleep that? Yeah. Make bleep that for me. Ugh. Ugh. Bleep, bleep me. Anyway, I have a friend who, um, we had like an outdoor little like get together on my roof. Um, cause I was like, okay. I want to see everyone, but like COVID's bad. Why don't we c- come over to my roof and I'll order a pizza. And it, he came over and I guess like I should have asked like, is anyone low carb right now? But I certainly didn't. And also I told them it was going to be pizza. So this was not a surprise right. or shock. I don't. Yeah. Think I think you can assume if someone invites you to pizza, I think you can assume that the carbs involved, but yeah. not anymore. Thanks to Papa John's. He ate just the cheese and sauce off multiple yeah. slices of pizza. My mom um, used to, my mom used to do that too. Which here's the thing. Mm-hmm. D- disgusting. <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> disgusting i don't want to shame anyone's food stuff but uh it's really disgusting just to eat the cheese and sauce off a pizza Hmm, i don't think putting it in a plastic thing and like using a fork makes it better i said this off mic but i think this is like the problem with like a deconstructed pizza is it's just kind of pasta but if you take out the crust it's just this it's eating pot this i feel like this is going to be like eating pasta sauce (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it is. This is essentially eating a cheesy pasta sauce. Um, the issue with deconstructing, it's sort of like, I think this is like, 
deconstructing pizza is also is like I've deconstructed a hamburger and it's like what why (laughs) (laughs) it's like three things why did you deconstruct that you know like there's there's a I feel like deconstructing here's what I'll say as a I'm not a fancy I'm not a fancy pantsy and I do think a lot of times deconstructing food is goofy as hell and why are you doing it but I feel like it's especially like I've deconstructed this hot dog and you're like all right. Well, um, hey, why? Why did you deconstruct a pizza? Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I also say, so this is you one of say, these things yeah. that I'm sure is far better if you eat meat. I, there seems to be, yeah. by this photo, there does seem to be <laughs> sure. a vegetarian one. But so yeah. I have a, have I ever told you about my pizza theory? No, but can I pause you real quick? Because I do eat meat. And if someone if someone was like, hey, Gash, would you like to eat a bowl of cheese and melted meat? I would say, no. What? Okay, <laughs> but if I said, if I was like, hey, did you, you hey, have you to trying- get these Papa John's hey, pizzas. Do you want the, you- the vegetable or the meat? You would probably say the I'd meat. take the meat one, I yeah. guess. Hey, were you trying to make mac and cheese and you did a really bad job? And then this one came out? Um. So I have a, a pizza theory, and I think this is this is the antithesis of my theory. So, okay, let's okay. say you're at a party, right? And you need to, like, buy – or, like, a big group hang, and you need to buy several pizzas, right? Okay, yeah. And everyone, when you're, like, ordering the pizzas, puts in what they want on a pizza. Now, me, yeah. in these big situations, since I don't eat meat and I do not love olives, I usually yeah, – and you're allergic to mushrooms. Yeah, the so other I'm, go-to I'm pizza a monster to order a pizza with. Um, I'll eat the mushroom one. Mm, I shouldn't because of the allergy. But like, so often I'll just be like, oh, just give me cheese. Technically, my favorite is cheese with onions on it. But that's such a specific thing that I would never in like a yeah. large group hang. Sure. Hey, I'd, hey, Rosa, I'll try it. I it's like good. onions. I like cheese. Yeah, sound good. good. Anyway, but usually I'll just be like, oh, just get a cheese pizza or like, you know, half cheese. Right. Like Easy. if it's a big Easy. group. And most people will be like, oh, you need to get a pepperoni. And then some people will be like, you need to get like a garden veggie, which again, I, I'm, it's Can not. Can garden, garden veggie pizza bad? It's also, yeah. Also, here's the thing. It always has both olives, a thing I hate, and. Sure. Um, mushrooms, a thing you're allergic mushrooms, to. Mushrooms, a thing I'm allergic to. So like, usually if someone's like, oh, ve- Rosa, do you want to like, do you, are you going to do the veggie pizza option? I'm like, actually, I'm just going to have cheese. No, it's just like. But all, because here's the thing. All of the vegetables that they... I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. All the vegetables they put on the garden pizza are not ones that I want in the garden on a pizza. If I want those vegetables with a pizza meal, which I sometimes do, I'll put them in a salad. And I'll enjoy a salad. I'll enjoy a salad with my ranch dressing or my Caesar dressing that I'll dip my pizza crust in. And I'll have a good time and I'll eat that. But I don't want them on the pizza because most of the time all those veggies bring a sweetness to the pizza that I don't want on the pizza. I want a salty pizza. Well, and I think there are some that are really good vegetables that are great on pizza, but if you're ordering like from like a big group pizza thing, like you're not going to get like fresh arugula. Like it's going to be like weird veggies. Anyway. So in this thing, usually when I'm in a big group of people, we end up getting, okay, we're going to get like two cheeses, two pepperonis, right? Yeah. Totally. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, nice. And I'm like, okay, well, the people who fought for this pepperoni are definitely going to eat the pepperoni when it gets here, right? Yeah, totally. However, in every single time this has happened to me, all the people who are like, oh, no, we must get pepperoni, eat the cheese they first. eat the cheese. And then here's the, thi- <laughs> here's the thing. As a person who literally, as both growing up Jewish and now a vegetarian, could never eat the pepperoni. The pepperoni was never on the table for me. I've now had one slice of cheese. And then there is a full pepperoni pizza next to me. Do you and know what it is? is Do you know what it is? <laughs> it's um, everyone's trying to be polite because they 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 see the pepperoni as the good one, and so they don't want to go to town on the pepperoni, eat the pepperoni. So like, I'll be polite to my fellow pepperoni eaters and just eat the pepperoni. Meanwhile, you get left in the or just eat the cheese. Meanwhile, you get left in the dust because you can only eat the cheese. Well, and here's the thing: the people who also like a lot of my friends are Jews or vegetarians or whatever. There's usually yeah. enough of us who wanted the cheese pizza that it is not, it is indeed not, I personally, and this is my pizza theory, that most okay. people actually just want a fucking cheese pizza. I think that most people, mm. act, when they see a bunch of, like, pizzas in front of them, just want a cheese yeah. pizza. 
And so the idea that we keep paying extra for pepperoni that at the end of the night is not eaten is stupid. I think that everyone should just suck it up and do. No, I want the pepperoni. You're the only person who will eat it, I guess, at this this group thing. I've been at somewhere, literally, we only got one pepperoni pizza and only two slices of pepperoni were gone from the end. And everyone was like, I'm full. And I'm like, I am not. Rosa, I like the whole goddamn. I like the whole goddamn pepperoni. Um, Speaking of. But anyway, this this big this big uh, Tupperware full of pizza toppings. I'm like, this yeah. misunderstands my cheese pizza theory, where every it's it's yeah, it's don't need all these toppings. They want maybe two of these toppings. Um, do you know what's crazy to me? I wonder now. Do you think they make a cheese one? Oh, <laughs> <it's> cheese? Just <laughs> give you a box full of cheese. <laughs> maybe <laughs> just a fucking. Little bowl of melty cheese. Oh boy. Yeah. I. Yeah, a bowl of just like cheese and I guess sauce. Is there sauce on these? I assume there's sauce. I think there's sauce. Yeah. Um... Anyway. Speaking of, I mentioned that my mom. Yes. Um, used to do the low cheat, low carb pizza, which was just <laughs> fried cheese and sauce. Yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of undoing the things that she's done, mm-hmm. I'll have you know that as of today, I'm vaccinated against polio. Good. I. It's a little. Here's the thing. Go ahead. Go on. I know that polio is making a resurgence in New York, and that's why you got it. But like. Mm-hmm. It's honestly impressive that this has never once come up in like what thirty three years. Yeah, it'll be thirty three years next month. Um, so here's here's one. Okay, and I have I have a joke about this that I used to do. Um, when I was like twenty three or twenty four, uh, I went to a doctor because I had insurance for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor was like, Hey, you don't have vaccines. And I was like, what? And he, and he was like, you don't have any of the ones that you need. And I was like, give them to me. And he, he said that he gave them to me. Turns out he just re-upped me for te- tetanus and diphtheria. And that's it. He didn't give me any of the other ones. And I just took his word for it that I just believe this guy. So now I, there's two vaccine villains or there's three vaccine villains in my life now. Yeah. It's my parents not giving them to me at the start. And then also it's this doctor in 2016 being like, you're good now. You're covered. And all he gave me was fucking a re-up for tetanus. Um, so today I got polio vaccine. It cost $110, which is bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then tomorrow I'm getting my first shot for hepatitis B and also measles, mumps, rubella, mm. um, which it just seems like I should have had those by now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not good to get those as an adult. No, I think that I probably should have had those by now. Um. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm getting them. You know, I'm like happy. And people are weird and judgmental about it when I'm like, I don't have those people. Have, I've had people be like, oh, I'm, I'm glad you've decided to pursue vaccination. And I'm like, hey, listen, hey, if I knew I didn't have them, I would have got them when I was legally able. This is not me. This is not like I've come around on it. I have a pretty strong track record of when I can get the vaccine, I get the vaccine. Yeah, I mean, I also personally think that, like, vaccine shaming someone who didn't get it as an infant. As a baby! Probably. It's not like babies walk into doctor's offices by themselves and are like, please, I need my rubella vaccine. Hey, it's not like, it's not like my parents were like, let's vaccinate this baby. And the doctor came up with the needle and as a baby, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. No, I actually prefer. No, I'm actually, I'm actually good without those. Thank you. I am a baby. Yeah, I did. Um, I did get all of mine. Yeah, congrats. You got okay. a bunch of extra ones. 
I got a bunch of extra ones. I have some weird ones. I have some fun weird ones because I went, uh, I lived in uh, Botswana for three months and they gave, I think, like yellow fever and stuff. Ones that, you mm-hmm. know, we don't yeah. even usually give to people. It's kind of cool because, like, as twin flames, you had the least vaccines. I have the most vaccines. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Like, you know, like we're kind of like we balance each other out on how many yeah, vaccines. Yeah, two sides, two sides of the two sides of the coin. Yeah, two 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 parts of the same story of too many vaccines, not enough vaccines. Uh, too many vaccines, not I don't even. And here's my one. Let me tell you, I don't even think too many. I don't even think there is too many vaccines. Yeah, I've got a meme for us to start. Oh, good. I also have. I have one thing, and I don't know where it's best to put it at, but I did. Okay. I, um, Just wing it. Just wing it. Well, do you want to... Let's do the meme first. Hi, this is Psychic Friends, uh, a podcast where two idiots, and if you didn't get... uh, Usually don't talk about pizza that's not pizza. It's just cheese in a box. Um, We usually go on Psychic Facebook and answer questions um, and help try to give people some psychic advice uh, best we can do. That was okay. Yes, I didn't feel great about it, but I tried. I thought it was fine. I have... Yeah, Yeah, I have two things. One is a segment... Okay. Um, and one is just a thing that I wanted to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> Let's do a meme yeah. first and I'll get into Yeah. I'll get into this one later. Okay. I do like that you spoiled that there's a segment coming. Yeah, but who who knows when? Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well. I sent it to you. Oh, you sent it? Good. I mm-hmm. haven't gotten it yet. Oh, good. Okay, this is pretty good. Yeah, I liked it, actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so there's a, this is from a page, and this is reshared in a group by the same person mm-hmm. who runs this page. And yeah. they wrote something obviously long because it gets cut off on their page, but yeah. they didn't write it for this one. Um, when they right. reposted it, it just has the craziest heart emoji there is and the craziest star emoji there is. I'll let you think about yep. which ones those are. Mm-hmm. Um. And so this meme, and I'm arguably, I'm a little sad because you did cut off the watermark in this one. Okay. So I don't know what the watermark is. However, it's a large one. And yeah, yeah. Um, this one has like a spooky, like, um, like a, the photo looks like it's of a um like of an urban legend of like a lady walking like a ghostly lady walking along the it's road like a, it's night. like a yeah like a copy of la llorona or something yeah i feel like there's a lot of like ones that it's like the woman in white on the road like in you know like the south um maybe she's on yeah. la llorona something like that she's not next to a river or maybe it's a river i don't know anyway um on it we have uh some text and it says you'd never invite a thief into your house thief is in white for emphasis so mm-hmm. why would you allow thoughts that steal your joy and make themselves at home in your mind? Sorry, thoughts and mind are in big letters and red. Um, yeah, thief is in little word letters and white. White, ooh. So here's the thing. <laughs> yep. You'd never let a thief in your house. You don't know me. I, I do some <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey. But yeah, okay, so you never let a thief into your house. So why would you allow thoughts that steal to make themselves at home in your mind this is an idea that you so okay you know that like thing like children do when you're in like elementary school where it's like don't think about an elephant yeah (laughs) this i think this is a problem because like why would you allow thoughts it's like i don't know i think thoughts like you can try not to think thoughts but yeah i think the thing about this that brings me joy is the escalation from inviting a thief into your home presumably for a meal or something and letting thoughts make themselves at home in your mind i i feel like i feel like cuz you can't say you would never invite a thief to live with you but like i feel like actually inviting a thief to live with you is the safest way to do it because if yeah. they're living with you what are they going to steal their own stuff that's their house now you know what i mean yeah they're going <laughs> to steal things from other people's houses and bring and them bring to them your to house. Your home, which you could probably which, use. Actually, that's positive. Like, that's, so, you didn't steal that TV, but like, are you going to use it when they're not home? Probably. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. Brand new TV. So maybe you would invite a thief to stay in your, to live in your home. Yeah, to live um, with you full time in your house. 
Yeah, and and sort of use use their thieving for your benefit. Yeah. Um, so why would you allow thoughts that steal your joy to make themselves at home in your mind, Rosa? The idea that also the thief is stealing joy specifically. <laughs> yeah. This is a joy thief. Um, I Yeah, actually, we know lots of joy thieves because we have done stand-up comedy professionally. Yes, they do. Love- it is an industry of joy thieves. Industry of joy thieves. Yeah, the 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 photos particularly funny too because that's definitely not a thief nor a thoughts. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a thief or a thoughts. It's definitely it's like just a, it's a spooky, kind of just on a the spooky road. lady. It's yeah, it's definitely not how I would think. <laughs> yeah, of either. Um, this is a good one. I I don't have a so I have one that might be considered a meme. I personally don't think it's a meme. Okay, but I would love to. It is words on, on a. Well, most of most of what I bring to us is not actually me. Well, here's the thing: this one it might actually help us with some psychic advice. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this is this is from oh. one of my favorite this admins. Is your favorite admin. And it's called Six Ways to Communicate with Your Guides Effectively." So this is kind of like guides a is all in session for you and your guides. Guides is all in capitals, by the way. Your guides, yeah. Um, I don't, I was thinking maybe we, if you want to alternate these, yeah, we could read these through and just see if you think it would help uh, us talk to our guides. Let's alternate them. I'll start with number one. One, ask, because if you don't, your guides may be infringing upon your free will. What? Hold on. (laughs) Ask. Read it again. (laughs) Okay. It's not going to get better, but you should, you should read it again. Ask because if you don't, your guides may be infringing upon your... Ask what? Uh, So I think... Okay, I think that what this is saying is, like, your guides are not going to, like, reach out to you until you reach out to them kind of thing. Like, because if I was like, guides, I don't know what to do with my love life. They're like, oh, thank God you asked because we hate him. We didn't want to tell it to you because we didn't want to, like... Like, in this, your guides are, like, your gal pals at brunch, in my mind, where it's like... Like, you know, sometimes when your friend is, like is like doing something that's obviously bad, but you don't want to like, you don't want to like give them advice until they ask for advice. Until Yeah. Okay. Like, All right. oh no, you yes. should break up with him. Girl is like your guides is they're just waiting to say it, but you need to ask them before they can say it to you. you know? But this seems threatening. Ask because if you don't, your guides may be infringing upon your free will. What, how can a guide infringe on my free will? maybe they can take over your body and uh, and do some pranks those aren't my guides that's something else yeah um i think that's what they mean though where it's like if you don't ask them for help they're not going to give it to you because they don't want to like color your opinions until you ask them to do so i think that's like probably what it means but it is spookier it's a very spooky way of saying them um chat to your guides either in your mind or out loud at least once a day feel Feel for their response as a sense of just knowing clairvoyance or allow mental images to pop into your mind. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> Feel for this their is response. The, this is the longest one, by the way. This is the longest of the pieces of advice. Yeah. Feel for their response as a sense of just knowing claircognizance or allow yeah. mental images to pop into your mind clairvoyance. I like this one because it's like treating your guides like they're like your Animal Crossing like island visitors where it's like make sure you talk to your guides today <laughs> to see if they have any special quests for you or if they were requesting. Are they going like, to give you a t-shirt? If they give you yeah, a t-shirt, it, it means <laughs> they like your island. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, your guide's leaving because you didn't talk to them enough. I, um, the idea of also like that your guides – either talk to you through like showing you images in your mind or you just kind of know they're there. It's like not how I would expect me to talk to my guides, either of those, but I guess those are two of the roots. Or I also like, I also like, I like that one because it's the next one, which is crazy is I feel like a little bit opposed to that. And this next one says, avoid asking for help with everything. You need to live your own life and have your own experiences. So talk to them every day, but don't always ask them for help. Just sometimes just talk to them. Yeah, ask them about how they're doing because it's like, oh, 
Raggle, I need help with this. Raggle, I need help with that. It's never, hey, Raggle, how's your day going, right? And hey, Raggle, how are you? Yeah, Actually. let's focus on you for a second, Raggle. Um, I I like this too because the idea it's like, oh, don't, you need to live your own life and life will be shitty sometimes. You can't always get help from your guides. I'm like, those guides aren't yeah. great then. Yeah. They could be maybe guiding me a little better. Also, but also, no, hold on. Because it's like, your guides are not doing things for you. They're guiding you. They're giving you suggestions and options and stuff. I'm still doing it. I'm not getting it done. But I'm not like, guides, um, hey, I'm trying to, hey, will you, hey, but guides, will you, will you bake me a cake? Or, <laughs> hey, guides, will you get on the phone with Papa John's, order me a bowl of pizza slop? I got to do it. I'm going to say to my guides, hey, guides, should I order the pizza slop from Papa John's? And my guides will say no. Why would That's you do bad. that? Why would you do that? And I'll be like, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because you're right, you're right, right guys. Oh, guides, you always give me. Um, yeah, no, I see. Okay, this one says, uh, ask for a sign from your guides to indicate they are near. For example, a touch on the hand or a feeling of love. These are, those are, there's so much space between those two things. Touch on a hand or the, or the physical embodiment of love. A what else a are you going to ask a, You can ask your spiritual guides for either a physical touch on your human flesh hand, or you just feel kind of, you feel good inside. Hey guides, if you're real, could you give me a little, a physical manifestation of your presence in the material plane? Or just kind of make me feel good on them, just make me feel nice? Yeah. That, there's so much space between those two things. Also, like, I also, think it's like, guides do something as a sign, and they're like, okay, we made you feel better. I'd be like, oh, okay. Is that a sign of you, or is it just because I'm, like, practicing mindfulness right now? Like, it's not, it's not very specific, but. But also, this is so needy. Hey, talk to your guides every day and ask them to demonstrate that they're close to you, but don't ask them for help. Just show your guides that you want to be around them, but you don't need them to do their job of guiding you. This What this, is this? This is making your guides feel like kind of a bad boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like These could also be tips if you're in a bad relationship to like try to fix it. That kind of, but like bad tips, like not good advice, you know? Would you like to take the next one? Um... Ask for guides with special expertise to help you in various aspects of life. For example, in your studies, work, or relationship. So you're asking for different guys. <laughs> Multiple guys. You got a speaker, CV. You got a good cover letter. You need a resume. And then you could be like, oh, I see that you have great experience in, like, um, you know, my studies. But you certainly can't be my work guide. No. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think that. I don't think that your guides are like, I don't like if you have a spiritual guide, if you have like a presence that's like surrounding you and helping you with stuff, I don't think the presence is going to be like, oh, sorry. I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I, Hey, I don't, I don't have any idea about, you know, um, finding a cool auto mechanic. That's a different guide. I'm, I'm only here to help you about what spices to get at the grocery store. You you're looking for you're looking for uh, Zechariah the auto mechanic angel. You know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of like like I kind of understand this on some level of like kind of like a Greek gods model. Like if you pray to like a you know Aphrodite, you're gonna get like a oh, different sure, thing yeah. than like Eos, right? Like I kind of understand that in an idea. Yeah. But- but at some point, you would need so many different guides. For You've got all of so many. Gu- well, what, what works? What works about the gods thing is it's not like, like I'm not like, oh hey, I'm not like Aphrodite is my god specific. You know what I mean? Like Aphrodite is a god out there, and you pray to Aphrodite if you need help with certain stuff. That makes sense to me. It's not like saying, like, I got in my stable, though. I don't actually need to reach out to Aphrodite because I got my own love guide. And my love guide cannot help me with computer issues. That's my IT guide. And my IT guide is absolutely dog shit 
with um should I pet this dog guy? You know what I mean? Like there's you're I don't think that the guides are so specialized. That's goofy as hell to me. Or like that you would get so many guides that you have a different work than study guide. Like at that yeah. point, maybe just get Maybe maybe just get a more like all purpose guide at that. This point. my this my baseball guide, and he looked exactly like Christopher Lloyd. And sometimes I call on him to help um, the. Sometimes I call on him to help the Los Angeles Angels. The Anaheim Angels is the name of that team, I think. Yep. Sometimes I call on him to help the Anaheim Angels make it to the playoffs or whatever happens in that movie because it's been a very long time. <laughs> Yeah, and of course we have our last one. Recognize, validate, and send love to your guides daily. This is, this entire thing. You're in an abusive relationship with your guides. This is, this is like, hey, here's how to take your guides and develop codependence with them. Yeah. This is how to have a codependent relationship with the spiritual advisors. This is bad. All of this is bad advice. I, here's, okay, here's. Can I, Rosa, I want to, we're going to do this one. I think we're going to go back and forth and we're going to do the better version of this. Okay. You and I are going to give, this is going to be from Psychic Friends. Six ways to communicate with your guides effectively. But the Six ways to communicate with your guides effectively. Psychic Friends edition. Um, Number one. um, Don't sweat them infringing on your free will. That's crazy. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. That's one. Don't be afraid to ask for help consciously from your guides. Like, don't be afraid to consciously ask like, Hey guides, I'm having trouble. Help me out. Um, create a space daily where is this number two? Yeah, this is mine. Number two. You gotta say number. Thank you. Uh, create a space daily where your guides can reach out to you if needed. Wait, so hold on. What, what do they need? Well, like, if they're like, hey, hey, you're walking towards a cliff, <laughs> you know? Like, I feel like... Oh, like- the what? Okay, no, no, no. All right, I- I'll do better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check yeah. in with your guides frequently to make um, like to make sure that you're... Um, yeah, just check in with your guides frequently. It doesn't need to be every day, but like, don't, you know, go months without talking to your guides. Make them feel like their presence is still needed. Yeah. Or wanted. Uh, it is. Number three. And this, the original one was avoid asking for help with everything. That's terrible. I would say instead of that, I think the better version of that, number three, don't let waiting for a sign paralyze you from acting. Like, don't feel like you got to get some specific sign from your guides to act. Sometimes I think your guides are going to encourage you to act without a sign so that you can become more confident in your actions. And that itself can be your guides guiding you, not just in the action, but sort of in getting better at taking actions on your own. I think it's easy for people to be like, oh, I haven't seen an angel number, so I can't go to the store yet you know what i mean stuff like that don't get don't get so caught up on needing a sign your guides are guiding you in a lot of different ways so don't don't feel like you need like a direct action sign you know they're with you and part of what they're doing is helping you get you know handle stuff on your own yeah um this is the ask for a sign touch on the hand feeling of love i would say Open your mind up to receiving messages in multiple different ways. You never I like know that. exactly how a guide is going to is going to be able to reach out to you. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, number five, ask for guides. Was the ask for guides a specific expertise? That one's so silly to me. Um, I would say for that, uh, you know. Don't sweat specific technical answers because I don't think that's really how guides work. I would say, um, you know, let your guides guide you with vibes and sort of instincts and intuition and just be like really ready to hear that and to listen to yourself and your guides. But don't don't feel like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to go to the I'm going to homeroom um, mac and cheese store. And now I need to, I don't know which one to get. I need a sign to tell me what mac and cheese to get. That's silly. Yeah. And then last recognize and validate, send love to your guides daily. I would say, um, 
make sure that if you're asking your guides for a lot of help, that you are also showing uh, reverence to them in, in some yeah. way. Approach your request for help with a gratitude, with like a, you know, be thankful. Be grateful yeah, okay. for your guides. Yeah. I think we fixed this list. I think we did definitely a better job, at least. I think we did a, a better job with this list. Um, I have one for us. Um, I've, I've got one for us. And um, yeah, here we go. Here's this. Oh, great. All right. Um, sure. So last night during a meditation, I heard in quotation marks, the mind, the time space continuum. Rose, it would be so crazy if it was the mime space continuum. I would be so much more excited about this question. If it was about the mime space. Con- for days. <laughs> no, the time space oh, continuum. And I'm not all that great with science ah, emoji. And when I looked it up, the more I read, I, the more I read and got confused. What do you guys think? Can someone explain to me in the simplest terms of what it means or represents? So I think we can start by just trying to explain in the simplest means what the time-space continuum is. Rosa, what do you think? Okay, I have done no research into this, but so this is 100% going off of like what in context it, I, yeah. I feel like I'm on the spot, Neil deGrasse Tyson, without all the harassment. Like, I feel like I'm Bill Nying myself. I don't think this is going to be a great explanation. Probably read it in a book. Okay. I'm so excited about hearing you explain it. Okay. So the idea of the time-space continuum, I'm pretty sure, is that time is not fixed. But the idea that time is innumerable, like there's, like there's... There's, it's in an infinite kind of, um, time is infinite. And so, Mm. and it keeps on going in all directions. So instead of like a timeline that would be 2D, the time-space continuum is like 5D. Like it's going in all of the ways that we can understand. I know 5D is too many Ds, but like it's It's too many Ds. It's the idea that it's, it's moving out from all points, right? From from what I can understand, and I'm not a I'm not a scientist or a physicist or anything either. From my understanding, the time space continuum is just sort of to say that time is a dimension that we exist in, along with the physical dimensions. Like if there's like we can move in three dimensional space, and there's a fourth dimension that's time that is just sort of part of it. Like that's part. Like in the same way that everything is constructed in three dimensional space, everything's actually constructed in four dimensional space. Four dimensional space plus time. Yeah, is sort is sort of the idea that I my as my understanding of the time space continuum. Continuum. Okay, so yeah, so in I just did look it up in physics. Mm-hmm. Space time is a mathematical model that combines three dimensions of space and one dimension of time into yeah. a single four-dimensional manifold. Space diagrams can often u- can be used to visualize realistic effects, um, such as why different observers perceive differently where an event occurs. Okay, so in right. physics, I guess it's like the warping of, we can see some of the warps of time in space, mm-hmm. and that's why things might look different. Okay, so I was a little, a little off. But um, you were right on it, I think. I think that if you... <laughs> If you were meditating and you heard time-space continuum, I think what that means is that Star Trek is on in the other room and you heard it. Yeah, well, so here's the thing about hearing time-space continuum. I don't know yeah. what, like, cool, like, cool, hear your things and maybe <laughs> yeah. that's like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe this is a synchronicity that you haven't experienced yet. Like, if you're going to, like, go somewhere and, like, it's going to like unfold itself to you. Okay. Um, I personally don't like, I don't think you need to understand the time space continuum or like do research into physics for this message to like mean anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't think this is your guides being like, Hey, you're going to have to understand this coming up. Yeah. Hey, NASA's gonna. Hey, NASA's about to call, and <laughs> this. Yeah, what actually happened is the wrong guide showed up. You got the space guide. You got the. You got the real science nerd ass guide showed up, and to, and was like, "Oh, sorry, time space, time space continuum." 
Um, I sent you some of the comments. Okay, great. Yes, there's more than one answer. Time-space continuum states we have time here in the cosmos. It's not. That is what it states. I mean, technically, we have time here in the cosmos. That's not what... That's not what... That's like if I was... that's, That's like if I was like, oh, hey, Darwin's theory of evolution states that you only got so much time to live your life on this earth. And I mean, it'd be like, that's, true, that's not, that's not really, it's not what it states, but it is, not, I guess. That's um, not really, but it's also like not the point, you know what I mean? Like, I guess that, I guess that's true. Yeah. I understand that the time varies respectfully from location to location. Space continuum states that space continues to expand. It will not contract, only moving forward. I don't think that's this. I think that is that's true, not, but I do right. not think that is no, in this, this pers- model. This that's not what the word continuum means. I don't believe. Yeah, maybe. As there's some some that wonder, will it contract at some point and shrink? It will only move forward. I hope this resonates. Best wishes, and then um, a meme to some angel numbers. So continuum means a continuous sequence in which adjacent elements are not perceptibly different from each other, although the extremes are quite distinct. So all a continuum is just a series of things. Like it's just a series of things where the things are not that different from each other when they're close up, but the things far away from each other are more extreme from each other. So that's super not what a continuum means, what that person just said. Someone else, um, this person then jumps back in later to do 111, the awakening code. That's yeah, 111 is the awakening code in case you forgot. Yeah. Um so I have another comment. I've tried to wrap my head around that before. It is very confusing. It seems as if there's more than one answer. Then again, I've always believed we're not meant to understand everything in life. Okay, I agree with this, but not yeah. like a physics property. Not like a property right. of of physics usually but yeah i think you need yourself a science nerd to answer that one exclamation part and by and i mean the term nerd in the best of ways smiley face yeah no you could just google it it's like pretty right i feel like we googled it and, and i was like oh like, okay yeah like perception yeah, it's just kind of it's just kind of it's just kind of like right different there. vantage points in space because time it's, is on it we also can perceive time from far away um, just sort of is right there, yeah. Yeah, so these are pretty good. Um, I do think the idea that, like, because, like, I understand, like, oh, there are, like, deep things to the universe we're not supposed to understand, but, like, the time-space continuum is, like, a physics, like a... Like a that's what I, yeah. It's not <laughs> it's, it's physics. Like, that's like, oh, yeah, I just don't think we should understand the law of attraction. And it's like... yeah. I mean, we do know. Hey, gravity's crazy. Can you explain it? No, you're not meant to know. You're not meant to know what gravity's all about. (laughs) You're not actually supposed to understand it. It's funny because, so I want, so one of the things that is not our usual stuff, but I just like wanted to share it with you on the podcast. um, Okay. Kind of relates to the awakening code. I'm going to send you a screenshot. Oh, finally. Yeah, a screenshot from yesterday. And I I would like you to read the missed call that I got uh, yesterday. All right. Yeah. Bring it on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> ah, shit. Well, this is not the awakening code, Rosa. Rosa, so yesterday, you got a missed call from 111-111-1111. And that's not the awakening code. No, that's... the awakening code is only four ones. You're right. This is four And in fact, if, this is... Um, this is 10 ones. And so what that is, is the first four ones you wake up and then the second one you turn off, you go to sleep again. And then the next two, um, the next two, you kind of, you're groggy. You're like, oh, too many ones. Too many ones. <laughs> yeah. It's because the, yeah, the awakening code is binary. And the first one you wake up or alternatively, the awakening code is like when you at, you think you've turned you ever do it when you your alarm goes off and you hit try to hit off and you actually hit snooze and then it comes again and you're like i'm awake you don't need to be doing this anymore and then it but it is like a you know what i mean where like it actually keeps going yeah did you get a voicemail from this 
Um, I didn't, but when I looked up, like, what the thing was, it just said spam likely, so arguably it is nothing. I realized what I should have done for this, though, yeah. was to post it in Sacred Unity and ask if anyone has any advice. Um, hey, guess what, Rosa? Hey, guess what? I'm doing it right now. Still can. I'm doing it. You still can do that. And then yeah, but I should have done it before the podcast, but, like... No, it's fine. Next week, now people, if, hey, if this is your first episode of Psychic Friends, welcome and tune in next week for the thrilling conclusion of what does Rosa's spam call mean? Because this is a perfect I saw a bird kind of one. <laughs> it's a real good I saw a bird. It's like a real good there was a bird once. Um, yeah, so I just did want to bring it up. Um, do you want to do your segment before we run out of time? Yeah, the, okay, yeah, yeah. I would love to. Um, so this is um, a segment we haven't done in a while. It's called Spell It Out, where I do a spell that I found on the internet. Uh, That's right. I do think, yeah. I had one I on I TikTok. The, I do think that. The TikTok got reported and deleted. I saw one on TikTok. Which what did it get reported for? I don't know. It was technically, which is, I think, technically two spells because that is also, or two segments because that's also a social media, I believe is... Or medium, whatever we call that one. So this Social one is, medium, however, yeah. bum, 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 spell it out. Um, I forget what the I'm theme still gonna, music. I'm still going to play the theme music that I made for it. If I can find it. Spelled. It's out. Okay. Um, so I'm, I don't know how to best do this one. I think I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do the spell and then um, tell you what the spell is called. Let me guess what it's... Okay, you do the spell and then can I guess what it does or is it obvious from It's the very spell? obvious once I say the incantation. Right, I'm still, I'm still going to guess. Okay, um, so the first step is to light a candle, which I have here. Okay, nice. Light a candle. Easy. Doing great so far. Yeah, so far so good. Whisper your problem into it. Okay. That was such a quiet whisper. I know. Well, I didn't want it to pick up. You did such a quiet whisper. I don't know if it's like a birthday wish. Like if I say it into the podcast, then it won't okay, work. Okay, yeah. Um, if you say it into the podcast, it'll start working. And then on Thursday when this episode comes out, it'll stop working. Stop working, yeah. I do not give a shit. You can't make me give a shit. My last fuck has flown. And then blow out the candle, symbolizing you are blowing out the shit you were supposed to give. Oh. So this is the spell to not give a shit. This is the spell to not give a shit. This is the spell to not give a shit. And so we'll see okay. if it works if I stop giving a shit. Um, yeah. Are you currently giving a shit? I would. I guess I kind of gave a shit before I blew out this candle, but like maybe now I don't, you know? Okay. So you think it might have worked instantaneously? Yeah, and then um, we do have a, a comment because this is a screenshot of a. This is a screenshot of a Tumblr where this spell came from, um, okay. reposted on Psychic Facebook, and we do have. Now, one. Rosa, can I just can I say a thing that I'm a little bit concerned about with this spell is that none of it rhymed. Yeah, none of well, shit rhymes with shit in the kind of way that Kanye used to rhyme things, where it's just the same word again, but in a slightly different context. Yeah, so none of these words rhyme, and... Yeah, it doesn't feel particularly spooky. I don't actually know... I'm not actually sure... You don't um, know if I if I spelled spelled this one out correct? No, I don't know if spells have to rhyme, I'm thinking now. Because I like to... Th I think that old, old, old William Shakespeare is one of the reasons why we think all the spells got to rhyme. And I think... But that, that guy, the thing is, that, that fucker just loved to rhyme. Yeah, a lot of his stuff rhymed. Like he was spell. all up, he was like all about rhyming, and so I don't know if the reason we think spells got to rhyme is because old Billy, because old Billy Shakes was like all the spell, everything's got. Because if it were, can I say if it were up to that fucking guy, everything would rhyme. Yes, it kind of a Doctor Seuss of his time. In sort of like a big Doctor Seuss sort. This is so stupid. I don't know if spells are supposed to rhyme. You I know. Think 
I mean, I hope my not to give a shit spell or whatever it's called works. I'm I'm here for it to work. I th- I mean, because I think that spells are about intention. We've said this a lot. I think magic's intention. So I think if you're putting it out there that you don't want to give a shit, you can do it. You can yeah. stop giving a shit. I blew out a candle, so it better work. Yeah, better fucking work. You blew out a candle. Okay, yeah, okay. I think we can agree that even if... If if even if points are deducted for the spell not rhyming, blowing out a candle should do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's probably that's probably gonna do it for us on this one. This on is this year's psychic weird friends. one because we didn't do a lot of questions, but you know sometimes it's not about questions. Sometimes it's just about being psychic and also pizza yeah. that comes in a bowl. Sometimes it's not about questions. It's just about talking about Boz Lerman's Elvis for an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, we've done less psychic ones than this. So like, we've, you're done, we've done ones that are like negative psychic. And yeah. this one is some psychic. Yeah. I love that for us. Yeah, I think it's. I think we did a pretty good job. Um, this is the part of the podcast where we reflect on how good we did and say we did a good job sort of regardless of the job that we did frankly yeah, because i'm all about positive one day i'm gonna be like this was not a good one delete it we won't we've actually it. done that we had no straight up we have been like this was our worst episode oh yeah the worst episode <laughs> and i think i called it the worst episode yeah i think um, we did call it the worst episode so if, if you're not new to the podcast you can find that one if you go back and and get the worst episode not this one though. This one solid C plus B minus. Yeah, this one's a bad and an average. Anyway, well, this one, this one. Hey, this is a this a regular C's get degrees is what's going on on this one. Um, it's a regular C's get degrees. Um, I don't know what I'm going to name this episode. I'll think about it. Uh, but as always, I've been Dash, and I'm Rosa, and you've been listening to. Psychic Friends. You hate naming them too early in the episode, but I would just call this a big messed up box of pizza. (laughs) None of us said big messed up box of pizza. I guess it should be big messed up whole pizza. If we were going to name it from that, I would call it pizza slop. But I'm not going to call it pizza slop, because Rosa, if someone... If someone is listening to this one and they see that the episode's title is Pizza Slop and Pizza Slop is the riff we do before the episode even begins, they're going to be like, wow, they really shit the bed on this episode, I guess. <laughs> but this is a C- minus or C plus episode. Rosa, is shitting the bed a C- minus B plus thing to you? Because I would put shitting the bed as an F. No, that's what I'm saying. We didn't shit the bed on this one. We've done it before. Right, but they're not gonna know. They're not gonna know that if I name the Let's episode. Make the description. A- we didn't shit the bed. We promise. Oh, the description of the podcast that everyone definitely reads before they start listening. Yeah.